And it's true. Like choice creates awareness, having, um, and, and, and by taking, by just choosing to do something doesn't mean you can't change your mind, but like having that allows you to try that manifestation on trial and what your hope creates and then, and then get some clarity around that before, besides just like having a thought over and over again and not actually taking a, an action towards it. But I, I do think that so many people don't use manifestation. They try to just control all of the elements or control all the people around it. They try to like have the answer today. And I understand like I am someone who would love to know the answers yesterday. That'd be really great. If someone could just tell me when everything's going to happen, I would love that. But I have learned that the more things I let control of and like allow space for a miracle, allow space for that manifesting. Um, I'm well, I'm in shock of what I'm able to do right now because I didn't control it. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of the Get Up Girl. I'm your gal, Joanna Vargas, and today's show is an interview chat. I normally don't record an intro because I just want you to get right into the meat and the juiciness of the show. But I wanted to preface it and let you know that with my gal, Leslie Logan, she's a Pilates master. Unfortunately, her audio is not that great. Something happened with the internet. So I'm asking you kindly to just bear with us, listen in, and you can still get the good juicy nuggets. So here's your episode with Leslie Logan, and we're talking all about manifestation. How does it get any better than this? Welcome to the Get Up Girl podcast. I'm your gal, Joanna Vargas, here with one of my faves, Leslie Logan. She's a great friend of mine and the show. You've probably heard her before on the show. If not, go back to search Leslie Logan. She is the creator of onlinepilatesclasses.com. She's a Pilates master, reformer, Matt all the above. And you also teach other Pilates instructors, creators, entrepreneurs, how to build their business. So Leslie, welcome. And I want to talk about manifestation today. Oh my God. First of all, so fun to see you. I, um, I also get to see you tomorrow in my world. So that, that's really fun for me. Um, thank you for having me back. Hi everyone. I'm Leslie Logan. Um, it's so weird when people call me a Pilates master, cause I feel like a little you know, there's that like little bit of like, oh no, but actually I've been trying really hard to go. Yes, I am actually totally am. Yeah. <laughs> I train with the best of the best out there. And, um, and it is really fun to, I love the topic of manifesting because it is something that I think people can think is like a woo woo, but it's a, it's a one woo thing. Like it is, it's something we should all be doing. 
It's science. It's actual science when you think about it. And Leslie, I know, mark my word, everybody, you're going to say, hey, I heard this on the Get Up Girls show with Leslie and Joanna, that I give it about five to 10 years that they're going to call this science. They're not going to call it woo-woo anymore. They're not going to call it spirituality, whatever you want to call it now. I have a feeling and I have a knowing that they're going to call it science and it just is. And this is the way we've lived for thousands of years because two atoms, two molecules can communicate to each other. Even if they're side by side, Leslie, or they're miles apart, they can communicate. And that's what that study is. Have you heard the study? There's, I was listening to Sean Johnson's uh, podcast years ago. Um, Actually, this is terrible. It's a health podcast. I can't think of the name, but it's Sean Johnson, Sean Stevenson. That's the thing, Sean Stevenson. Okay. And he um, he's written books on like eat, uh, sleeping better and eat, eat, sleep smarter, eat smarter. Right? He's two okay. books. And he, it was years ago that this episode was out, and they were talking how they took cells out of someone's body, put them in a petri dish, drove them miles away, and then performed changes to the cells in the body and watch the cells in the petri dish change they have receptors and um literally how you speak to your body what you say is possible to your body is what your body creates they have studies of this like if you say i'm overweight i'm overweight i'm fat i'm fat you literally just create fat cells like your body's like oh this is what i am right so like there are studies behind this they did a whole study where uh they took people who had knee surgery, like a scraping and a draining. And the knee surgeon's like, I want to see what's working. Is it the scraping or is it the draining? So they had three groups, a group that nothing happened to them, a group where they were scraped and a group that was drained. And they didn't tell anyone which group they were in. And the group that had no surgery whatsoever, they gave them anesthesia. They played a video of a surgery. They gave them little scar marks where (laughs) the things went in. They put them in physical therapy like everyone else. They recovered. As if their knee had been scraped or drained, because they're they're, they manifested essentially that they they had knee surgery. Absolutely Science. right. Science. I okay. Well, I want to talk about your podcast because yeah. it's all about manifestation. Be it till you see it. And how did this come about? Because I know you created your husband Brad through this, and you tell this story all the time. You would sit in the morning pour two cups of coffee, creating this in your cells so that you already knew that he was going to be coming into your life. Tell us about that story. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, when I was the last time I was single, I was like, I, I am not dating for the person I want to be with. Like I am, I'm like, I don't know what I'm dating for, but like, this isn't working for me. And so I did a lot of dating of myself and I read this book called E squared and it had this yeah it's called e squared y'all the exercises in there are genius um you had to pour water in a plant and say nice complimentary things you pour water in a plant right next to it and say mean things and you'd watch one plant grow and one plant die and then the other thing you had to do is like i it suggested that like if you want to have someone in your life then every day pour coffee or pour a glass of water for or make dinner for like like make space for it essentially and so i started pouring two cups of coffee every morning mm-hmm. and i would pour with intention i would pour this one is for me this one is for the man i'm going to be with this one is for, i was literally intentional with it and then uh when i met my husband he and i wasn't he wasn't ready to date and you know to be honest i don't know that i wanted to date someone not ready to date but by the time he came around and we actually started dating it was so easy for me pouring coffee for two and I still do this to this day 
And um, and it's in the be it till you see it. It came from people asking all the time, like, how did you do that? How did you make the leap? Isn't it scary? And I realized, like, I'm I'm sure you're the same way, Joanna. Like, I'm scared every time I do something new. Right? Like, it's not like I'm wait. I'm like ready. I'm scared every time. I was scared even when my husband at the time was like. Hey, let's date. I was like, Ooh, do I want to date? Like, am I ready for that? You know, like, so I do everything scared, but I always act like I am. I'm already do like, I'm already doing the thing as the person who, who knows the thing. Otherwise, how, how do you create confidence? Right? Like, that's a whole question. Like, how are you so confident? I don't think I'm actually confident. I'm just acting like the person who knows how to do the thing I want to be doing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It reminds me of my current partner now. Like when we met, I wasn't really ready or open. No, I take that back. I was open. I just wasn't ready yet. Yeah. But you know what? I was creating him, Leslie, years and years and years before. And I thought he was a different person in my life at that moment, but I always knew. And I want to talk about that, the knowing, like when you just know, it's that feeling. And do you think that as humans in this reality today in 2021, we are taught or brainwashed to, to not know. We yeah. are taught to yet yeah, to look outside for the knowing. Well, we're taught that things should be logical. And I'm very, I'm very grateful that someone suggested this book to me years ago. Um, I want to say it's probably, probably 10 years ago now, um, maybe even longer. Uh, the book is The Gift of Fear. I'm not doing things here. It's called The Gift of Fear. And it is this guy who, um, who he actually is the person who the FBI and CIA has worked with to determine whether or not someone's an actual threat. Like when they send those threatening letters, are they actually going to act on them? Yep. And he says, most people, they will, they will always, they'll disregard their gut instincts to go with logic. And one of the examples he talks about is like, you're in a restaurant. It smells like Italian, right? It smells like Italian, but all the pictures are Mediterranean. All the pictures are showing that it's like Rome. Like it's, it's like Greek, right? It's totally yeah. Greek, right? There's Greek Island pictures and there's all this stuff. And a Greek guy comes up. And so you're like, Oh, it must be a Greek restaurant. Your smell says it is Italian, but you will see all these signs and go, Oh, it's gotta be Greek. This is a Greek restaurant. And so we do this all the time when we meet people, when we um, are looking at opportunities, we will look outside of what our gut instincts are saying. So, and you, you know, like you'll think about, oh, I really want to go, I really want to go dancing. And you tell your friend, I want to dance. And they're like, oh my God, but you might sprain your ankle. You might do this. Or actually it's really crowded. And like, there's all the, you know what I mean? And, and so then you're like, oh, I, maybe I don't want to dance your your gut said my body said I want to dance and we are so easily misled by logic or all these things and so you know I don't know who um who said this but it's something that I really love I think I love is doing it like the person said have someone ask you questions that are super easy to say yes to okay is your are your eyes brown right yes Mm-hmm. Um, is your name Joanna? Yes. Do you live in Los Angeles? Yes. Right. It's like and a lie detector test. Yes. And you patent in how you feel inside, right? Like, how do you, like, how does your body feel to say yes, yes, yes. Easy. Yes. 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 Right. Do you dream big? Yes, I do. Right. How does it feel to say yes? And then you have them ask you questions that are hard nose. And then you feel what your body feels like. And that actually 
is your gut. Like that's your gut. And so then when you're wanting to do something, when there's an opportunity, all these things, whether you want to say yes or you, when you say yes, if you don't feel that ease, you don't feel that yes, you know, something is not your gut saying something different and you're kind of, you're going outside of it. So it's a way to have a lie detector test in your own body. That's from the gift of fear as well from that book. Or is that something else? that particular test is not from the gift of fear, but everyone should read the gift of fear, especially women, because he talks about all the ways that women are trained to disregard their gut instincts when it comes to like being attacked or things. And everyone's like, Oh, that neighbor, he just, he was so nice. He kept to himself. Really? Mm-hmm. That's like, like, so it's all these things. So that's definitely a self-defense type of a book, but he, he is a person who studies behavior and he says, Every single person is trying to make sense logically, but our guts know, they know, they know when someone is good or when someone is bad, they know when an idea is good or when an idea is bad. So it's, I, that, that little exercise someone talked about in a podcast I listened to, I wish I could think of their name to credit them, but I've always been told like, you should, if it feels expansive and it's a yes, and it feels constrictive, it feels like a no. And I'm like, I I don't know what that means. Like, I don't, sometimes when you're scared about something you're excited about, that feels like this, but the yes or no, that made a lot of sense to my body. I could feel the yes and I could feel the no. Oh my gosh. I have like four ways I want to go right now because I do, I have a, a coach as well, Leslie. And this, you and I have talked about this before about communing with our bodies. There is not one diet out there for all of us. Like if you're going to buy a book and go, here's the diet for me because it worked for X, Y, Z person. It's communing with our bodies and knowing what works for our bodies, AKA gut intuition for you. So using the questions, the same thing. And I've heard her say this, you ask your, your body body. Do you like to drink paint thinner? And it's probably going to be a no. So it's like, like you said, know what it feels like. Do you like to drink paint thinner? No. Okay. Got it. Next question. Body. Do you like to drink water? Not right now, but overall, do you like to drink water? It's going to be a yes. Okay. So it's, you play these little questions, like you said. So then later, because we get these strict ideas, Leslie, and beliefs. A belief is something that you just think over and over that chocolate cake is bad. Chocolate cake will make you fat. I know plenty of thin, really in shape people that eat chocolate cake and they're totally fine. Do you get what I'm saying? Like that that is just such a lie. Yeah. Now I get it. If you're going to gluttonize in the chocolate cake and eat just that, I totally get it but you're not going to eat that one chocolate cake and then it's done and forever. So it's communing with your body, checking in, going body. If you eat this chocolate cake right now, how are you going to feel afterwards? And many times it's communing and there's sometimes I'll eat something one day and the next day I'm like, no, thank you. And, but so-and-so from the outside will say, but Joanna, I thought you liked that. I do like it. I just choose not to have it right now. So then we also get pigeonholed into things of, We always do the same thing and everything is choice and manifestation is always changing, always choosing, always asking questions. Oh, that was a really good one. The other thing is, yeah, (laughs) I love, but yeah, no, manifesting is asking questions and it is choice and it's, it's constant because you have to, 
you know, what we obsess about is what we create, right? And so a manifestation is another word of like, like focusing on attracting this one thing and having this one thing in you. But if you aren't continually asking questions of yourself and, and, and going through it, you could be manifesting something you no longer want or want it in that way. So it's so yep. important to be like, really, I love what you're saying, paying attention to your, to your body because our body does not lie. It really will tell you if it's feeling tired, it's because you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> Because our bodies are what create our lives. So uh, I'm going to throw this out there. We are infinite beings. And do you know that for you, if it rings true for you, cool. Like it rings true for me that I am an infinite being. Maybe you call it soul. Maybe you call it spirit, whatever you put in for that word. And that is within a body. We, we have this vessel. Yeah. Now the body requires food. The body requires shelter the body requires a shower body a body requires money in order to eat and things of that nature so when you really think about creating our lives and manifesting our lives leslie it's communing with our bodies it's communing with the vessel that it requires meaning the body needs it my infinite being soul does not require all that stuff it doesn't require yeah. air conditioning it doesn't require food no, you're you're one hundred percent correct. And I think that goes that takes me back to this one nutritionist that I was I brought on a retreat and she said that the, there's like primary foods and none of them are actual foods. And it's because mm. like what to me, like what you're saying is like our infinite being, it needs play and it needs pleasure and it <laughs> and needs creativity fun. and it Cre requires fun. Right, like it needs yeah um uh, uh to be with people it needs you know that there's like a few different things and it's um and so before you are like oh my god i guess i need to get this like i need to have this or i need to eat this or i need to be on this keto diet it's like actually are you giving yourself enough play yeah are you giving yourself enough rest are you are you able are you having fun having a creative outlet are you connecting with others right all those things are so important before you're like oh you know what? I actually just need this like muscle up drink because I must need an energy drink right now. It's like, no, maybe you just need a play. Maybe you want to swing. Every time, Leslie, where I go to retreat or something like that, and I'm just so happy, the pounds just fall off. I come back and he's like, what did you do? I just lost five pounds. I was just playing. I had so much yeah. fun. It had nothing to do with the food and I'm actually eating more. So all of that are just lies that I yeah. just thought and believe. And then, like you said, you talk to yourselves and you create that. Yeah. Well, it's because I think we, I think, you know, the opposite of manifesting is controlling, right? So um, some part of manifesting, you have to, I believe to take action on because like, then you're just praying and there's nothing wrong with that. But like, um, I do think giving the universe a sign that like, hey, I really do want this. Here's my first, I'm going to do the first step that are the smallest step where I'm going to create the space. So if you are wanting to manifest a partner, then you actually need to, like, I had to pour coffee for two, right? I had to also make sure there was room in the closet. I had to create space. I had to show that in my manifestation of having a partner in my life, there was space for that, right? So, like, that's the action I took there. So if you are wanting to have a new career or a hobby or whatever, you have to, you can totally manifest. You can put the, um, we both love um, Hazel Ortega. You can have the miracle board, right? <laughs> But you, even she says, you have to do a little thing towards that to like, you don't know all that. It's a miracle, right? So it's a manifestation. You don't know all the parts, but you do have to, like, if you say you want to move to like a different state, I would at least like 
put on a map where you want to move to, or at least look at the area or get into a Facebook group or, of that area, right? Like start planting mm -hmm. the seeds of the action. Yeah. Choice and creates what everyone does. Control. Yep. And like choice creates awareness. Yeah. yeah. When we make a choice, like do something and then it creates more awareness. I'm going to go to the pandemic where it removed things from me. And most of us on this planet now can see so much clearer how many people have changed their directions, have changed so many, their love lives, because there was space, like you said, things were removed. So now you can yeah. see. Yeah, no, you are correct. I think, um, you know, uh, I mean, I, I, obviously there's some tragic things that come with a pandemic. I'm really sure. I don't think we, neither of us are discounting that. But the truth is, is that like by removing all of these distractions, it allowed so many people to see what they wanted or they wanted to choose in their life. And um, I was listening to some interviews with some people who, you know, they're not going back into the restaurant business. And they were like, well, how come you're not going back? Like so many people think it's because you just want to stay on employment. And they're like, no, actually by being at home for this many weeks, I discovered I like to cook for myself and no one else. And so I'm going to go be a postman. And I'm really excited about being a postman because I get to have set hours and I get to have this. And so, and it's true, like choice creates awareness, having, um, and, and, and by taking, by just choosing to do something, doesn't mean you can't change your mind, but like having that allows you to try that manifestation on trial and what you're hoping creates and then, and then get some clarity around that before, besides just like having a thought over and over again and not actually taking a, an action towards it. But I, I do think that so many people, don't use manifestation. They try to just control all of the elements or control all the people around it. They try to like have the answer today. And I understand like I am someone who would love to know the answers yesterday. That'd be really great. If someone could just tell me when everything's going to happen, I would love that. But I have learned that the more things I let control of and like allow space for a miracle, allow space for that manifesting, um, I'm, well, I'm in shock of what I'm able to do right now because I didn't control it. Hmm. So many ways we can go with this. Cause there is one thing that I do want to go back on yeah. and it was using the tools against ourselves. When I learned this, it was a mind bomb because I always, I'm going to say most of the time, 99.9% .9 of the time, Joanna in the past would say, I got a sign and I shouldn't do it. Oh, it's a sign. God wants me to whatever. And that was my crutch. That was me. That was my out. And what you said earlier, it's like, well, if it feels light, it's a yes. If it feels heavy, it's a no. It's like, wait, is that actually true? Or if you're nervous, it means that you shouldn't do it. It's a sign. I shouldn't do it. And we use the tools against ourselves. And so I want to talk about that. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's why, you know, I used to hear that and I'm like, I just don't know that that is an easy, but that's why I like the yes and no's because what my, my therapist is a somatic therapist and somatic leadership coach. And whenever I'm coming up with something, she's like, where do you feel that in your body? Where do you feel that in your body? And what, what that came up for me is like, you know, your body's telling you something and where you feel in your body is like, is, an, is information, right? And you can't control it. It's not a sign that you shouldn't do something or shouldn't do it. It's like, pay attention to what your body is doing. And so using the tools against us, for sure, I hear that all the time. I used to do it too. I used to go, oh, I'm getting all these closed doors. I must not be, I must not be ready for this. But yeah, I got really stubborn 
don't know what I was thinking in 2013. I was like unstoppable. And I was pouring coffee for two. I was homeless and doing all these things. And, and I was getting all these closed doors. And I was like, no, I really want to do this though. Like I don't, I just was really stubborn. And like this competitive part of me that's like, let me show you that's wrong. And that's when I was like, I wonder if we're all using these signs, these obstacles, these doors closing as a sign that's not to happen or as a test. If the universe is testing, like, do you really want this? You really want this? How bad do you want it? (laughs) That's, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, how bad do you want it? Because because you and I both know, you've created many businesses. I've got three companies, (laughs) right? Like, if, like, it's almost like if you can't handle the tiny obstacles in the beginning, how are you going to handle it later on? You know, so like everything we create is going to have obstacles. And I think that those signs are really a test for you to see how much you actually want it. Because I think it's easy for us to manifest someone else's dreams because it looks really good. Yeah. And to quit right before we hit that glass ceiling press through success moment. Like we're going to quit right before. And though also having choice, because here's the thing, Leslie, that I really want to bring forefront even more often is I've been through so much self-development as you and I, right? Like years and years and years and everything leads me to the next thing. But here's the biggest thing that I now am realizing a lot of it. And it's so subtle. We don't even know that it's very much to, how do I articulate this? It's the right and the wrong. This is the right way to do it. If you want to be successful, you got to do it this way. This is what I did. So you have to do it. Come do my coaching program and it's going to look like this and you got to do it this way. And if not, you're wrong. And then they don't say you're wrong. It's the energy of, oh yeah. This is the way it's supposed to be done. The FOMO they're creating. Yeah. I mean, I've seen many of the funnels. Yep. Um, I get on a lot of those funnels and like, I have my own launch funnels. I have my own coaching group and I'm very like, I have no templates. I'm very honest with people. If you are someone who's a fill in the blanks, if you need a step-by-step program, I'm not your girl. Right thing. Then I'm not the coach for you because there isn't a right way to do this. And there are going to be, people who do a launch that's one email that's actually successful and someone who does nine emails in a funnel and it doesn't work like so it's it's, for me I really love to work with people who are open to figuring out how like how we can make what we know does create results for them right so how do we take okay we know that we have to get people excited about you before they buy something like we have to make sure that you they know you solve a problem but how do you like to show up? Do you want to do that in person? Do you want to do that write email? Do you like live on social media? There's so many ways we can do this, right? And it's just so important. And everybody wants the, the right way. Well, just give me the answer. Mm-hmm. I totally love that. Are you kidding? Just give me the answer. When I was becoming a flies instructor, I remember one of my mentors, I was like, well, just tell me what your order is. That's fine. I'll just do it that way. Yeah. And she said, that's not actually how we work here. And so let's look at what your body is telling me. And that was like such a lightning moment because yeah. she wasn't going to give me an answer. And I think my stubbornness was like, what the hell? Does someone give me the answer? And I'm so grateful for her because it changed how I teach. It changed how I approach my body. And it's like, there isn't a right or a wrong when it comes to pursuing what your dreams are or what you're manifesting. There is only, it's so, it's just more important to me that it's your thing. That it is what you want. It is your choice, right? Yeah. It was like that looking for perfection, always like 
how can I do more? How can, I mean, my bio, how much have I done? I look back at it and I'm like, I was miserable and now I'm doing so much less. And, but again, cause I had space, Leslie, what we talked about, I was yeah. forced. Mother nature came and forced me in this last year and a half to have freaking space and go, girl, back up, chill, maybe go to the sky. You know, I had so much guilt, Joanna, of like the manifesting of space that I myself. Amen. (laughs) I was on my road trip. I was on my road trip in 2019, and I was I was having the most fun on the road trip for sure. That was great, and I just was like, gosh, I'm really I love what I'm doing right now. I would want to I want to do this next year instead of more of this. What I'm doing, there's not enough space in my and and not to not not like I didn't want to see the people I was supposed to see. I just wanted to do it in a different way than it was scheduled. And it was scheduled like that from 2018 for 2020. And I was like, I just wish there was more space. I need more space. And then and then we got it. I was like, next time I'm gonna clarify universe. I would like more space, the money to have that space, and no one gets hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do think that like the overachiever in us and the perfectionist in us, and it's like, we're all trying to, we see everyone's highlight reel. I, of course, I have a highlight reel. If you want to see a non-highlight reel, check out my stories. It's, <laughs> it's definitely me in real life. But like, um, you know, we all have that. We all see this highlight reel. I'm like, oh, this is how it has to be done. I have to do it this perfectly. I have to have these captions. I have to space my thing out like this. And it's like, yeah. Uh, maybe that's how it works for them. We don't even know if it works for them. And so I am on this pursuit with you. We were talking about my podcast, Be It Till You See It. I'm on this pursuit of ditching perfection, getting people to believe that perfect is boring and messy actions will be, and doing it scared. And, and, um, and I feel like the more freedom we can give out of that up to women specifically, um, the better, like the, the world, we're going to change the world and the generations following us. You know what I mean? And I, and your 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 bio, I have a bio like that. My bio is no longer like this. I'm like, I don't even want to hear about all this. Yeah. Is what I'm doing right now. Oh yeah, am I playing? Am I having fun? This is what I'm doing right now, and I'm playing and having fun. Yes. Yeah. Like, people read it. I'm like, oh, ugh. like that. Yeah, that girl was such a go getter, but she was miserable. Yeah. So it's like they're they're reading this like VH1 behind the music, all the tragedy, you know, like. Yeah tragedy bio but um, to so many people they're like in awe and i don't want to take that away from anyone who's like a, like striving for anything you're manifesting these big things you want to have those things none of that is wrong it's just asking yourself are you having fun while you do it yeah. because um i met this woman yesterday her job that she's created for herself her company is she creates experiences at events she's an event experience creator and the way she does it, she t- she comes in these teams, and of course they want their conference to make X amount of money. Da 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 da. She's like, it doesn't even matter how much the conference makes if you are not having fun creating it. <sighs> and so, like, whatever it is, like, I don't want anything we're saying about our long bios of pursuit of perfection, overachieverness, to disrupt you or to deter you from whatever you want. But are you having fun while you do it? If not take a pause and ask yourself because it, you know, all those things that we did, not all of them led to where I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not all of them led here. I learned something from them. Sure. But could I have learned that a different way? Probably, probably if I needed that lesson, mm-hmm. I wish I would have had more fun. I think so. I think that'd have been different. 
Yeah. Like I, I look at past photos on Facebook, you know, you look back at your old stuff and I'm like, I was having fun yet. It was never good enough. So that was for me. I was never good enough. I was having fun, but I'm like, I had fun, but my brain was going, what's next? What's next? I was yeah. already onto the next. I couldn't be in the moment. Yeah. So that I was for me. I was never enough. Yeah, I I totally understand that. Um, as such a goal getter for sure. Um, I would get to the thing and I'm like, okay, and now this, and now this. And one of the things um that I don't even know when I started making my clients celebrate, but it became a thing on OPC, which is onlineplayclass.com, where I told people because they're being themselves like, I'm just not showing up for class. I'm just not making time. Oh, my it's another thing I can't do. And I'm like, you need to celebrate that you even thought about coming. Like just say you even thought about coming, right? Yeah. And I started doing some research on just like, and I am not someone that celebration comes easy, like at all. It's really hard for me to like celebrate that I did something little, something big after a big launch. Celebration's easy. It's like look at all the work I did, <laughs> right? But like something so small is like thinking about the thing that I, even though I was preaching, I was like, I have a heart. How do I? Why do I have this hard time? That comes from perfectionism. If you can't celebrate that you did even a small thing, that the perfection mm -hmm. is not good enough. Right. So it's just a sign that you're being perfectionist. Um, but BJ Fogg, who I'm studying with right now, he's the founder of behavior sciences at Stanford. And he wrote a book called Tiny Habits. And he shows that the way that we create habits has nothing to do with repetition. You can create a habit in one instance. Mm -hmm. And he has expl explanations of this, like where, you know, um, if you're uh, like, if your kid is school is like, uh, there, it might not be open because of fires in California, right? And they say, we're going to text the parents at 5 a.m. whether the school or not. You will instantly make a habit of checking your phone at 5 a.m. because you, you want the information. You're going to have relief if your kid gets to go to school, right? So like that feeling, what that's what creates habits. The, our bodies want to feel good. And he, his whole thing is if you want to create a habit around something, you have to do it for 21 days. You don't have to, you don't get mad at yourself for not doing it, you celebrate even the thought that you're going to do it today. You go, oh, I thought about doing Pilates today. Look at me. I'm thinking about my health. This is amazing, right? <laughs> and then yeah. if you lay your mat out and then you get distracted because your kids, you don't go, oh gosh, the other yeah. day I didn't do my workout. No, you I go, laid my mat I laid out. my mat out. Look and at I me. did it all awesome. Look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Because our brain wants to feel good. It will do anything it can to get near pleasure and whatever it can to avoid pain. And so whatever you're wanting to have in your life, if you are all beating yourself up about it, if you're at all getting upset or frustrated with yourself, if you're all like, that's not enough, I promise you, your brain is not going to look for ways to make that happen. It's not going to look for ways to create more space for that. It's not going to look mm -hmm. for opportunities to collaborate with anyone because it doesn't feel good whenever you think about that thing. So yeah, that, that is so I'm on, I'm on a celebration thing. And so like, anytime I pick up something in my house, I'm like, look at how clean I am. I'm picking that up. <laughs> I really like that because with my boyfriend or anybody out there, accountability, what I do every morning, we say what we're grateful for three things, what we're excited for that day. Got that from Chris Harder. He does that, that with Lori. Yeah. And then at the end of the evening then we do, um, what's our favorite moment of the day. And then also like, uh, what are our wins for the day? And like it. you said, small wins. Uh, 
Leslie and I, we got over that technical difficulties and we did it. Cool. That's a win. Uh, I picked up my pen and I made notes as we were talking. That's a win. Like everything's a win. Look at me, mom. Look at me, mom. Just like how little kids are like, look at me, look at me. And the parents like, oh my God, it's not that big a deal. But the kid thinks it's a big deal, right? Well, and that's, but that's where we learn that little things are, <gasps> are not rating. Leslie, say that again, girl. Say that again. That is exactly when we learn that little things aren't worth celebrating. And that is why we go after these big things. And it's never enough until we get to the big thing. And then you're too fucking tired to even deal with the big thing. And I just figured that out as soon as you said it, because I remember like, you know, dancing or singing, all the things. I remember my parents just like going, can you just leave me alone for five minutes? And so then you learn, oh, that wasn't, that wasn't that good enough. That was just good yeah. Oh, yeah, but, MG. Oh, we, just, we just like, like we just solved crashed. world peace. Yeah, <laughs> we just solved like yeah. how do overachievers and perfectionists get created because of the parents who like are like just oh, that's not like come on stop bothering me that's not like that's just mm-hmm. whatever you know yeah and look I hear wow. I, I obviously this is a girl who has no children so <laughs> I I I get it parents okay. yeah. I get that you are worn down I get that the pandemic has pretty much put everything like you don't have anything extra to give. But I do think it is so, it is, it is so, if you don't want to have kids that are so hard on themselves, there's a difference between being an achiever and an overachiever, right? There's a difference between having a drive and being so driven to the bone that you're exhausted. And I think it really does come from, you know, what we got attention for when we were little, because that's the reward, right? So huge aha uh-huh. because i love those looking back and going oh that's that's not mine i took that on omg yep i was always like mom look at me mom oh here's a here's a dance here's a dance and she was always like yay 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 but i was always looking for that she kind of looks happy what can make her happier what can yeah. get whoever's attention what can get my grandma's attention well, and that goes back to manifesting this, like the things that are not your choice, right? I remember listening to Christine Hassler. Were you at the Bliss Project in 2019? Yes. It was the last Bliss Project. Okay, I was there. Christine Hassler was up there and this girl came up to do her thing. And she's like, I saw that you used to be an agent. I, I want to be an actress and I want to know what you're looking for so I can get booked. And the Christine's question out of her mouth was, whose attention were you trying to get when you were little? Hmm. And of course, like the whole room goes quiet and the girl talks about how she performed when her parents were fighting. So they would Mm -hmm. stop fighting and they pay attention to her. What really came out was she wanted to be an actress at all. And here she is going on auditions, manifesting, manifesting this acting career. And that isn't actually what she wants to do at all. It's not what she wants to do at all. And so it's just so, it's just so interesting for going back to this at the beginning, like it is a choice, make sure you chose it. And, and what is your gut telling you that you want like don't go like how does this logically make sense like what does your gut say that is so good I forgot about that moment Woo! and a deep moment it was so I was like <gasps> oh, oh everybody yeah Leslie you gave us so many books there's like four I'm gonna put them in the show notes because those yeah, my I body know. lit up my body was like read those girls because they sound good yeah. I got lots it's of notes scary. we're gonna have to put them yeah. out thank you everybody it's for scary. listening yeah. E squared, the the gift, gift of, of fear. fear. 
We got Tiny mm-hmm. Habits, another one yep. in there. Yeah. So everybody follow Leslie on social. Gosh, you have she has so many. Tell us which where you want us to follow you. You know what? If you um, start with Leslie Logan on Instagram, and um, and then if you and my my podcast is Be It Till You See It, you can listen to it anywhere that podcasts are listened to. We are in the top fifteen percent of podcasts. Yes. Right now, I, right. Wow. I know. And y'all can start with uh, episode one. Was, which is yeah. Joanna. I had to start off with Joanna. That was such a fierce, amazing, fiery conversation. Um, but yes, and if you listen, if you found me through this, please let me know. Um, but I am really big on habits and celebration right now. So if you are, if that was at all intriguing for you, like I'm going to be talking about for months right now, (laughs) I'm so into it. It's a hack. And I, you know, you and I are all about Uh all about a hack and a tool. Yeah. So I'm thinking in the morning or whenever I can text you my celebrations. Yeah. Yeah. Online Pilates classes.com got be it Mm -hmm. till you see it podcast listen yeah. and if you want some online pilates classes leslie is phenomenal at that the master thank you leslie yeah. so much and we're going to be talking more often we're going to be doing this monthly oh. yeah i'm going to have a a rotating group of women as much as you want because you know what this is what i love about you joanna i never know what we're going to talk about but i know i'm going to be so excited for my day like i'm going to be sad and i am i am so lit on fire i can't even wait to go create some stuff right the manifesting so um a lot of a lot of good stuff comes up when you and i are in the same room together even if it's a even if it's a zoom room so um thank you all for listening thank you for having me I'm like, yes i'm back whenever just send me a date just send me the invite and girl i don't know what i'm going to talk about either i'm like let's record here it goes <laughs> and i just go those are more fun right yeah how do we create screw those yeah. cr- those uh, questions thank you for listening to the get up girl we'll see you next time love you lesson and love you, we will be back next time thank you so much for listening if you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on instagram at joanna vargas official i love your dms Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.